The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We will get back to some of your comments on uh, your speeding ticket shenanigans, how you managed to get out of some of them because there's some great stories that you've shared this afternoon. Um, also have a story out of Louisiana I want to tell you about at one point. It involves a Louisiana woman, a camel, a dog, and someone getting bit or something getting bit. That's a tease. In an uncomfortable spot. I'm sticking around. I mean, I have to, but I'm sticking around to hear that story. Lead producer Chris CBG joining us this afternoon. Hello. We've been uh, talking about this one because you know what? Sometimes when you're just hungry and you just get like really, really owly, growly, it's like you you turn into a devil at times. The scientific word for that, I think, is the hangries. The hangries, is that what it is? Yeah, moving is really expensive. So I've been having a couple cases of the hangries now and again. Okay. But my thoughts on this were validated in a scientific journal after scientists at the University of Dundee, which is in Scotland, came to the conclusion that hunger significantly alters people's decision-making abilities. So more than just being... um... Hello? More than just making bad decisions... More than just being upset. I'm angry. I hit the button too early. My goodness. (laughs) So if you're hungry, you're more prone to make irrational decisions, and it all sort of comes to a head with trying to make decisions that will satisfy you quicker instead of a better reward farther down the line. Now, this is kind of intuitive. Like, if I, were to off- if I were to be offered a sandwich when I'm hungry now, I'd expect that I would take it now instead of having to wait three hours for two sandwiches, right? That's the old marshmallow experiment with kids. But they found as well that... I think, is it more like you're more willing to take the cheap and easy stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as it relates to food, certainly. Yeah. Um, but they found as well that it goes to, like, impulse decisions, like banking. And companies can really manipulate and play to your senses with this. You know those old Snicker commercials? Yes. I do know Snickers commercials. This one? Fourth down, coach. What do we do? I'll tell you what we do. I want you to go on the field. Look for anything with an O. Let's kill them! With kindness. Jimmy, I want you to make balloon animals. Tyler, make little tea cozy. Something fun. Are you okay? <laughs> for Mother Russia! Coach, eat a Snickers. Why is that, Chief? You get a little loopy when you're hungry. Better. Better. Let's go for it! I do love those commercials. <laughs> yeah, so I called Scotland. Okay. And I spoke with Dr. Ben Vincent. He's a professor of psychology at the University of Dundee, and he was the lead of this study. And I asked him quite simply off the bat, because I thought this might have been possible for the last couple of years, but how did his team scientifically prove this and get to publish these results? We used um, methods which are slightly related to the classic marshmallow experiment where you would um, typically offer children one marshmallow now or if they were good, you would offer them two, say, in 15 minutes. So we used uh, a variation of this experiment um, used with adults where what you would do is you would offer them some money now or some more money if they're happy to, to wait. Um, and so you would go through a number of questions, offering them 
different amounts of money, different amounts of delays. And in that way, you can basically work out how impulsive or present-focused people are. So with the marshmallow test, this is the first time I've ever heard of the marshmallow test. Um, Oftentimes, would kids take the one up front immediately, or would they wait for two down the road? Yeah, or three, and it's understood to them that they might get something bigger than a marshmallow if they end up waiting the entire time. Okay, but But, how many of them wait? Hardly any. Hardly any. They'll, they'll take the first the, one. The, the innate human behavior. Okay. Of when you're hungry, you're going to want this thing. Okay. So uh, the second clip there, uh, obviously, when we're talking about being hungry, you might cheat on your diet. Like if you're on a keto diet mm-hmm. and you're super hungry driving home from work and that McDonald's logo just looks a little bit too good. It's like, oh, it's just only one thing. And you'll throw off your entire diet, right? The payoff down the road. I asked him, what's some of the worst things that you could do because you're hungry like how could this affect your life in a more meaningful way than just say health i probably wouldn't recommend going gambling when hungry um but i think wherever you're making decisions where you're trading off the kind of immediate gratification versus your um, long-term goals then this research would suggest you have to be careful so examples could be um, obviously food. Um, you want to try and maintain your long-term diet goals, for example. But also uh, financially, if you if you go shopping for for pretty much anything, then our research it suggests that um, you might be more likely to make impulse decisions uh, rather than kind of save or get the thing that you really wanted to oh oh my gosh how many of you have ever gone shopping when you're hungry like going to the grocery store when you're hungry and you and you totally fly by all the greens all the vegetables all the whatever and you go straight to the potato chips to the uh, you know the breaded the breaded chicken uh tenders whatever next thing you know you get home you lay it out all on the counter and go it's all brown yeah, <laughs> what is this all brown your significant other says we don't need 35 pepperoni sticks like yes we do coach will look at me and says you are not allowed to go shopping when you're hungry ever ever again the good thing about moving to edmonton besides getting to work with you every day is mm. that i no longer live three doors away from a city market that offers half off like chicken strips and mac and oh. cheese after 8 p.m that was a time well and that's that's one of those those tricky things i find um and, and not alone in this whatsoever if i get home and i've it, it, it's much easier to make bad decisions when the good decisions aren't around, yes, right? Yes. So, especially food in my world, um, if there is not a good, you know, if there's not, the, if the chicken's not out, if the salad's not out, if something good hasn't been put out, I will immediately fall back into one of three uh, dinners that I will make. Okay. Lasagna. Great. Homemade macaroni and cheese. Better. Or just pasta with butter and salt and pepper and uh, a good uh, Parmesan cheese on it. Those are my three go-tos. And if, you know, if there was no other food, if, if someone in our house didn't go grocery shopping, I would live on that for the rest of my life. And then I hate myself afterwards when I eat it. Scrambled eggs is what I do. I don't hate myself after eating scrambled eggs, but it's just by so far the then, easiest but then choice. You're like after, but then you're like, ah, oh, I just had scrambled eggs. It's not fulfilling. No, not at all. 
And so if you plan things out or if, you know, you have things available to you, what you were saying, if the good option is readily available, mm-hmm. a lot of people responding to the survey, probably 98% say, I would want the good option. Well, now, let's be real. The good option can be my lasagna. <laughs> but, it's, it, but it's not the, it shouldn't be the, the fallback. It shouldn't be the go-to because nothing else has been done and, I, and I'm starving and I'm hungry and I'm hangry. Absolutely, for sure. So okay. there's a nefarious part to this as well. So I asked Dr. Ben Vincent. He yeah, of, it's called weight gain. He of the wonderful <laughs> accent, besides things in the food world. Um, companies know this now and they're able to market and advertise to take advantage of people into getting them into some long-term contracts. There are situations, for example, if people are making decisions about, let's say, um, paying a small amount of money regularly for their mobile phone versus a large amount of money up front, um, the person who buys their mobile phone, <clears throat> the person who buys their phone outright, paying more up front, will actually save money in the long run. Um, and so I can imagine a number of situations like that where. Um, your hunger could feasibly influence the decision that you make. Huh. When I was at the West Edmonton Mall, the second day that I lived here, we were trying to sign up for internet and cable, and I was so hungry, and that food court looked amazing, and I had to pretty much be pried out of there before mm. I just signed up for the deal that seemed middle of the road okay. You know, that's comparable yeah, to yeah. what I had back home. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. And, and looking over the paperwork since I kept all the files, that would have been terrible. It would have messed up financial situations, so much money up front, mm. just to get out of there to feed myself. Yeah. And I'm happy that we left, and I'm happy that my partner had the foresight to grab me out of there, but I was in that sort of a headspace where I just needed the instant gratification no matter what it was. They were going to rope me into that contract because he was a good salesman saying, you're not going to get anything better anywhere else. You can walk to five other stores here in the West Edmonton Mall. Everything's the same. Just sign up with me now, and then you can be out of here. Mm. And so that guy, probably since I was a little antsy back and forth, yeah. scientifically, these people in Scotland, with the tremendous accents, by the way, just absolutely <laughs> delightful, th- they've proven this. And beware, people. Marketers are catching on to this, and they'll try and try and get you, especially in these big well, uh, grocery stores. Dr. Gans, who's going to be joining us on Wednesday between 3 and 4, he says it's very important that you don't make any important decisions if you're hungry, angry, lonesome, or tired. He says, halt, remember that. Hungry, angry, lonesome or tired because you know what can you know can hit the fan pretty quickly um, uh, if you do that. So did you make a bad decision? Hungry, angry, lonesome, or tired? I almost did. Let us know at 6.30, So definite reasons why you shouldn't make any important decisions when you're hungry or hangry is they're calling it um and uh interesting to find out that like everything that there's retailers out there who are now capitalizing on it and can uh you know throw that uh throw a curveball your way when you're trying to uh right yeah like backloading some sort of a contract yeah just ensuring that you don't read the fine print or get all the way to transaction number 14 where it skyrockets at uh, when it skyrockets at three and a half times dr don's on the phone hey don Hi, how are you? Good. What's going on? 
Well, thank you very much. I'd like to say I've been a listener of your station for a long time. It's educational, helpful, and gives a lot of guidance to the people that are listening to you, including myself. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate you taking the time to call us. And, you know, I think, Jalen, you are clairvoyant because I was on the line and you had an opportunity to talk to Dr. Oh, okay, Don, you, hold on. Don, Don, I can't hear you anymore. Uh, you're going to have a, a connection, I guess, on Thursday, Dr. Gans, who mentioned that hunger, anger, loneliness, tired, and tiredness basically mm -hmm. are, you know, all those things that we are concerned about. But interestingly enough, there's an anagram with that, and it means halt. Yep. And it's uh, basically what it comes down to is uh, if any of these are occurring, and the more that you have, the more likely that you are prone to any addiction, as uh, as you've uh, both discussed this afternoon. So it's a very simplified formula, but it can save people a lot of grief. So that's my only input. Uh, you've pretty well discussed all the details of it, but it's a very simple formula to guide on. Very important thing to remember there, Don. Thank you very much. It's Dr. Don. And you know what? One of the other things that, you know, Dr. Gans has always talked about with uh, halt, with hurt, uh, angry, lonesome, tired, is that, for example, if you are having a, a, a discussion, a heated discussion, maybe an argument, maybe a fight with your partner, um, and any of these are in play that you really should stop. You should stop having that because oftentimes things can um, go sideways. Things can escalate far beyond very where quickly. Either put it, when either party ever meant for them to go. And so we have, and I, and I read about it as in with doing some readings, I, we've actually implemented a safe word. Um, a, oh. a safe word. That's very smart. When it comes to having arguments or heated discussions, especially, you know, if it's a late night, whatever, you may have whatever. Um, and, and our safe word... <laughs> um, is football. No, it's oh. not. No, our, our safe word is pumpkin pie. It's just pumpkin pie. And then as soon as someone says pumpkin pie... The conversation is done. The conversation is done. You retreat to your corners. You can pick it up the next morning. And when everyone is kind of simmered down, when everyone is calmed down, sobered up, whatever it is, pumpkin pie is our word. And it works. And you have to stick to it. If someone pumpkin pies it, and again, you can use whatever. No, right? do you have interim words for Thanksgiving? <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, ours just was pumpkin pie. And it's been used a couple of times and it works really great. And, and, and it is something that um, I would recommend for a number of people in your relationships. Yeah, that seems very well thought out. And just as, lo as, long, as long as you, you get to that line or you feel super uncomfortable, there's the mutual understanding from the other party. Let's, just, let's just get out of this. Nothing like... We can't go up from here. No. Pretty much. And, no, that, no, no. and that's the indicator. And it's done. Yeah. Pumpkin pie, we're out.